your marriage feels more like The Walking Dead than Sleepless in Seattle, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're your hosts, Danielle and Justin Williams, and we know that marriage is hard work. And we believe it can be an adventure full of laughter, fun, and building a connection that lasts. So we're on a mission to inspire and challenge you to live the adventure of a legendary marriage. This is Season 1, Episode 26 of the Legendary Marriage Podcast, and we're talking about a giant game of what if that happened this week in the Williams household. You're going to love this. All right. So I am not getting that giant phone. Oh, come on. It's not that big. It It's like five times bigger than the phone I have right now. Okay. So I I I want to lobby this. It took because me a while to just give up my flip phone. Do you remember that? I, I know. It took you a long time to pick up the flip phone. <laughs> so this episode, we're, we're really just talking about the things that are going on in the Williams household so far this week. It is Thursday night. Yeah. We're recording ep- this episode, and um, one of the things is it is long past due time for us to get new phones. Yeah, like every time I go to take more than 10 pictures, it says... Oh yeah, it is overloaded. Mine, mine drops calls. It does. I've, you know, I've got no space on it. The camera's jacked up. I can't even. It doesn't even take pictures right. But you know what? I'm going to give myself props for the fact that I have never cracked a phone screen yeah. ever, and I have two small children that are constantly messing with my phone. I have never done it. I've, yeah, I've never busted a phone. Yeah, the iPad. The, iP- the girls, uh, we have this old iPad that the girls have used, and it's gone through four or five screens. But, <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, I've never had to replace or repair uh, a, a phone screen. No, I mean, knock on wood. We've never gone swimming with it. We've no. never, you know, we're we must be good phone. Well, I, stewards. Like the fact, the idea of having to spend several hundred dollars to replace it. Makes you go, ooh, you know what? I'm going to make sure that I don't break that or drop it. And you put it in a case and everything. Anyway, we're talking about phones. Like, it's time for us to get new phones. And I'm, it's not that I'm getting older. Yeah. And my eyes are getting worse. It's that I'm getting lazier. Yeah. (laughs) I like, I have a gigantic screen on my desktop at home. And I'm just, I think I'm going for the, the plus size, the five and a half inch screen You might because have I'm doing to. so much stuff, like all the social media stuff we're do, starting to do now. You're going to have to always wear cargo pants. No. Because that is not fitting in any normal jeans pockets. No, it'll be fine. I've put them, I've, I've, some of my friends have them and I've put them in. I've tried it. It fit in my jeans pocket fine. Hmm. So I'm trying to tr- convince Danielle to to go to the five and a half inch screen, the nice big one. My gosh, because it looks I, because to me because I'm tired of watching you do this, looking so close. Her eyes like three inches from the screen, hunched over in like a U shape, like the like that woman in the Bible who's hunched over, bent over all the way. Justin, get up here. We're on a podcast. People cannot even see. They the, know. They can feel it. The contortions they can that tell. you're the doing. The contortions. Trust me, people. You can't see me, but you know I am what? freaking hilarious. Okay, but 
Yeah, if you have to tell people you're freaking hilarious, might be missing the missing the point there. Hey, I'm just saying that like two friends that I have spoken to lately, their husbands have randomly bought them new phones, and they were so upset about it. They were like. It's like a very personal thing to just assume yeah. you're going to like go and buy somebody a brand new phone. Well, not like us. I mean, this is probably one thing that we spend so much crazy. energy on. We've been talking about this for six months. To me, <laughs> to me, that's the equivalent of, you know, at Christmas time when they put like those commercials on TV oh, where on. they put the giant bow on the Lexus and it's like. Surprise, honey. I bought you a $60,000 car. Why are you stabbing me? Stop stabbing me. Stop stabbing me. <laughs> do we still have to pay those payments? Yes. Yes, we do. Did I have any decision in this matter? No. No, I did not. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. That feels like a wonderful gift. No, Thank no, you. I'm not going to get you. Like, I'm just telling you, this, these are the options. It's time. I feel like it's like a safety blanket. Like it's like our daughter with her little polar bear. Like I just, it's a safety blanket. I don't want to give it up. It's a security blanket. <clears throat> I want to keep my phone. You can keep your old phone, but you, you, it's time to get a new one to actually use. Oh, okay. 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 Whatever. I'm, we're moving All fast. Right, so we're both getting the large phones. Awesome. Okay. And <laughs> I also want to say, um, Speaking of things that you spend a crazy amount of money on, doesn't our car, our van, wasn't one of the features when we purchased it, the fact that it has like an air compressor in the back of it? No. That, oh. No. There's no air compressor built into the van. Oh, you just put it in there? Yeah, it's just, a, it's just like from a travel air compressor. Is it super easy to use? Uh, I mean, you have to start the van, plug the compressor into the little outlet in the back, Hook it up to the, t- screw it onto the tire thing, press the button, set the pressure, and then press the other button to turn it on. So you do know how it works. Yeah, yeah. Why? <laughs> because like 10 times in the past week we've said. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> we have a stroller that has tires on it. And we put. As I, opposed to a stroller that uses we'll sled skis. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> In Austin, what is that Texas. noise? Oh, that's Danielle and Justin pushing their stroller sled down the sidewalk. <laughs> they probably have that in Alaska. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Well, but it's, I meant like a tube tire, like thing that you blow up, not like a hard plastic tire. But, you know, it keeps coming back flat. We keep saying, okay, we really need to put air in this. It's thing. like every morning we walk the, we walk our oldest to school and we yeah. take the youngest with us. So we take the double stroller and as soon as we like get the girls in there and start walking toward the We really school, should put air in these tires. We really should put air in these tires, but we don't have time to right now because we got to get, get her there before school starts. And um, I know like the fact that I go with my friends and we pack like four or five kids onto that stroller probably doesn't help the fact yeah, that no. it's like, it is turning into a sled, honestly. It's, yeah. a, it's almost a sled. <laughs> Which speaking of like, like the bigger phone, that stroller was one of those things where I said, trust me, honey. I know You'll it's expensive. It. You're going to love it. I don't care. I like my, 
janky 1954 <laughs> collapsible umbrella stroller with the Barbie and Ken heads for legs or whatever. What does that I even I don't mean? know. I don't know. It's fine. Like, she used it three times and came in crying with joy. <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. It pretty much is the greatest thing ever. And, um, yes. And uh, all saying. my friends love it, too. Because their children always ride on it. It's like that's what you're gonna say. It's like about the hoopty. It's like the hoopty of strollers. Just pack as much hoop-dee. in as you can and low ride it. Hoopty, you did grow up on the south side. Anyway, we are low riding right now in there. Um, so we're not moving to Saudi Arabia. We are not moving to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> you know, the, a flight to Saudi Arabia takes more than 24 hours. And costs about $1,500. Well, the travel time is 24 hours. Yeah, the total travel time. You have like a layover for three and a half and layover for four and a half or something. It's a long flight. So, you know, you. so, so here's the story. We're sitting here and we're praying about life and our work and our careers and everything the other night. And then the next morning... I open up my email and there's a message from this recruiter. Hey, we're looking for an executive coach. And I saw your profile on LinkedIn and I think you'd be great. Have you ever thought about living overseas? And we're like, (laughs) not really. In Saudi Arabia. Mm. What? Crickets. Well. Tumbleweed. So so I do a little bit of research and, you know, these things are a lark. You think it's a spam. Yeah. You think it's some kind of phishing scam. You think it's a joke, you think it's, you know, whatever, some ridiculous lark that's never going to come true. Sure. And so I research and I, the company and the thing and the, uh, the whole thing and I'll be darned. It's, it's a real thing. And it's a, it's a big, big, paycheck. big gigantic <laughs> fat. I mean, big fat paycheck for us, for, <laughs> for anybody like a big six figure paycheck to do the work that I've been training and studying and doing on my own yeah, for six years. Sure. To go and be able to do that. It's like, it's total dream job mm-hmm. in so many ways, except <laughs> it's in Moving Saudi Arabia. to the Middle East. Yeah, and sure. you live in a compound. <laughs> I live in a compound down by the river. And... And yet we're we're sitting there and we're going. Justin like, was scaring the crap out of me. I'm like, are you freaking kidding? <laughs> like, we have moved quite a few times. <clears throat> uh, we've and, moved. We've and, moved. Yes. And we're like, I feel like we're pretty just tuned in to like, God, if this is what you're calling us to do, then we'll do it. Yeah. And which was um, kind of what we were praying the night before. I got up the next morning and saw that email, and so we were like. <gasps> Okay, oh. God, please. Okay, Don't remember let, we said, but... But not oh, that. Sweet, but, merciful McGillicuddy. We're like, you know, we know we prayed for that, but this isn't what we were... Eh. Yeah. Like, I, that's so funny. Like, I wonder how many times you pray that, and God's like, okay, I'll give you what All you're right, asking fine. for. Fine. You want a great mm-hmm. job doing what you love, what you were born to do, what you're phenomenal at doing, what... You know, okay, great. Here it is in Saudi Arabia. What do you think of that? You, you really want to follow me there? And then God's laughing. Ha 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 Where if you talk about me, you'll 
You'll be, be in, in jail. Deep, deep trouble. <laughs> um, so this week we've been, the last few days we've been playing this really, fun, for me, fun game of would you Chick- rather. Chicken. <laughs> would you rather. And to me it's a horrifying chicken game where I can't sleep at night. What's interesting, like. <laughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> I still have this cough. Um, it's really interesting because like. <laughs> The minute something comes across your radar, it's real to you. Sure. Whether you're really going to actually get it. And so occasionally, from time to time, these opportunities, you know, things like this come along. Hey, you want to come work at Boeing? Or, hey, you want to come do this or that? And they, they, you know, they they don't pan out. Sure. Right? It's a lark. The recruiters source a thousand people for one job and anybody with a with a few keywords and stuff. And, and to me, it's like, wow, I'm honored. I'm flattered. I'm, uh, oh, you know, a little ego boost, a nice way to finish the day, mm-hmm. you know, going, ah, oh, you know, I'm, this, this company wants me to go to Saudi Arabia and, you know, And I'm bank. like picturing life in Riyadh and it's, uh, you're picturing uh, whiskey tango foxtrot is what you were picturing, weren't oh you? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. No, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia is... It's very large. It's small. very large, and it's probably, arguably, the safest place on Earth. Even in the middle of the, the Middle East. Like, the, the, the monarchy, like, the laws are very strict and very enforced, and, and people know no, not to mess with them. And you internationally, too. There are no Christian churches. I did look that up. Oh, yeah. Well... Take that back. There Maybe are home in the, in the compounds, yeah. Home. Yeah, there's home churches, but um, really, honestly, if you're seen like wearing a cross necklace out in public or carrying a Bible, mm-hmm. you can be thrown in jail. Yeah. I'm like, holy crap. Like, well, I'm just who am I, the Apostle Paul? Like, I'm not, I didn't sign up for that. So we've been playing this game of, you know, what if, and I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, okay, so... In their culture, the the dynamic between men and women is very different. Yeah. And I'm thinking, how would Danielle do? What the crap? I would not how do long, well. How long before would, she gets thrown before in jail? Danielle gets thrown in jail <laughs> or just offends so many people? And I'd say the t- the egg <laughs> timer on that's pretty quick. About two weeks, I'm thinking. <laughs> but then then you look at our kids. You know, Allie's very, very outgoing and... Both of our children are very outgoing. And, and just thinking, like, <laughs> the, the kind of stereotypical context for women in that culture is quiet, demure, you know... I don't know. There's nobody in that family that fits this family yeah, yeah, yeah. that fits that bill. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we, we... You girls don't dress provocatively. You don't. Oh, no, no. And our kids don't. I mean, they're two and a half and five. But... Allie like, said that, today, Allie's, would that pass? Like, would the outfits yeah. they were wearing today pass? I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, you got to wear, you're going to wear a hijab, a hijab. I, don't I think that's how you say it. I don't even know, honey. And it was just, so it was just like this incredible what if. Like, what if you could have that incredible dream job influencing leaders internationally? Like, professionally, yeah. for me, that would be, uh, that. That would be a game changer. It would be a catalytic shift in my entire career. Yeah. I mean, you put something like that on your resume and it is boing. 
And you know what? We would actually be very close to like Mecca and mm-hmm. um, lots of, you know, the Holy Land not so far away and, you know, Greece. And, you know, so it's like when you start thinking about like what you could access from there that's yeah. like a hop, skip, and you a know, jump. It's a 25 like, hour trip to get over there, to get there or to get home. Yeah. And it's not like you're going to go, oh, let's go, let's go back to Ohio for the weekend or, no. you know, something like that. No, you have to plan it for months. So it's like, it's a, uh, it's an extended trip far from home. It's a, it's a heroic kind of a journey. Like what's available. Yeah. And man, that's, I mean, on one hand it was, mm-hmm. it's exciting. Like professionally, it's an exciting opportunity. Um, to me, it was just kind of a pipe dream thing, but it would be an exciting opportunity, but it's also terrifying. Oh my gosh, more like, than anything, it was terrifying. We love, <laughs> we love and look forward to and count down the days and weeks to between times that your parents come and visit. Oh, and yeah. And get to spend time yeah, with that the girls. Been horrifying. And, you know, uh, I mean, it, it's it, just all of our friends here and our, our family here. Yeah. But you know terrifying. what? Part of our, part of what makes us the dynamic duo, as some refer to us as, which I enjoy. Um, Obviously. <laughs> is that one of our values is live an adventure. And so in our marriage, yeah. it's always like, um, and for me, I think we talked about this in the last podcast, is like the adventure thing for me is the spontane the spontaneity like the spontaneity? It's like and so planning guess to what? move ten thousand miles and live there. That's not all that spontaneous. Uh, it feels very spontaneous <laughs> if you get if you get a job offer and you're supposed to move within the month. That's pretty spontaneous. Nobody ever said that. that I would know. Even be the thing. I know, but in my mind, it was. Yeah. And then you fill in the blanks a lot. Well, sure I do. I'm a woman. What you do you do expect? You do a lot of filling in the blanks. And for you, the death-defying thing, I feel like that would fit the bill. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so so exciting professionally, terrifying personally, mm-hmm. but also personally, like to be steeped in the rich history and tradition of the Muslim faith, like the morning prayer calls that echo across the the land, the you know, just to to be close to to build a relationship, I, like you start thinking about like, oh, it'd be really cool to build a relationship with an imam and just learn about how their understanding of who God is and who He says we are and the relationship that that is possible there. Not not because my faith is shifting in any way. Just interesting. Just, you know, I think I think in theological soapbox, I think we're all wrong a little bit. I think a bunch of finite human beings can't fully conceive of an infinite God. So I'm always curious about yeah. how other people see within Christianity, but, but with other faiths, how they see the truth of who God is in their own unique way. I also looked this up, and if you convert somebody to Christianity, oh, yeah, no, 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 you're no, thrown no. in jail. No, no, no. <laughs> well, so I talked to the recruiter. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, because I have history, I have employment history working for churches and being a pastor and so on. And um, she's like, we, we need to make sure that we, we tweak your resume a little bit around that. Because it's not that those are bad things that they would professionally would shut down the application. It's just that um, 
there's this kind of a fine line. Great, be Christian, that's fine. But you do not talk about or proselytize or evangelize. And you well, can't, I mean, you I'm can't sure bring you would that assume into that, the work. But, uh, yeah. And so we talked about the coactive coaching model and, you know, like, no, I have clients from all kinds of different faiths and, and agnostics and atheists and everything else. And so from that standpoint, she was like, okay, but, you know, th- there were some other things that just don't line up for that, for, yeah. for me to take that job. Yeah. Or even be a candidate. And how did that feel to think like that she wanted to tweak your resume to pull Jesus out of it, you know? like Uncomfortable, but understandable in some ways. Yeah. Like I, I've, I've never been one to believe that I have to, I have to shout from the rooftops. Yeah. I, you know, it's just, it's, it's, my faith is a part of how I live and how I show up. My identity right. is, is in Christ and, and it influences I have clients who are, who have, who have, um, I've had clients who have not had a relationship with God and through the coaching, not through any kind of, um, you know, evangelism in the coaching, but just through the experience of, of the work that we do have come to faith. Mm -hmm. I've never mentioned Jesus. I've never mentioned that until such point where they go, okay, something's happened here. What is this? Yeah. And then you can bring it in, yeah. um, but not in Saudi Arabia. You'll go to so jail. Danielle. You you've you've been just like totally freaked about this. I'm not sure oh, yeah. I really understood how freaked about it you were. No, I was freaked. I barely slept the past two days. <laughs> you thought it was because of allergies. Like I barely have slept. <laughs> I really yeah. have slept because I'm like, this is just the kind of thing that we would say yes to. Yeah, and. The saying of the yes yeah. in this, and I'm like, what the okay, heck? Okay, let's be honest. Let's be honest here. It's not the yes that you're afraid of. It's the thing that kept you up was the idea of potentially having to tell your parents that we were moving to Saudi oh, Arabia. Oh, yeah. That's way more frightening <laughs> than actually moving there. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely the most frightening thought about that whole scenario. I just happened to talk to my mom. When you girls were out, yeah, earlier, and, and she's like, "Oh, sounds great." She was like, "She," I said, "Oh, you know, there's this thing, and it was Saudi Arabia," and she just starts laughing, like full on belly laugh, rolling on the floor laughing. Oh, that would not be my mom's because reaction. because like how how like absurd how absurd the whole yeah. idea would be. Yeah, of course that would be the thing that would show up. Yeah. Right. Oh, and if you guys, she's like, oh, and you would do it. And I'm like, I maybe. Oh, she knows us pretty well. She does. <laughs> and to a certain degree, my mom's got an adventurous heart too. Yeah. I feel like she, and she does not live by fear either. Yeah. She just embraces like if there is something that she wants or needs to do or whatever, it's like she just yeah. goes after it. So we share this story just because like it happens over the course of a marriage career things happen and yeah and it's you know professionally again super exciting yeah but then there's the okay now we've got to figure out how to tell the girls that we're going to leave all their friends and their neighborhood and everything a different country and live in a different country and teach them the customs there and how do you behave there and then how what do we do for school and how do this and how's and it's all interconnected and so how do i pack like i've packed many times (laughs) you pack and and I'm it's like, it's a little different than a trip to the beach. 
I know, but I mean, I've packed to move my house many times. Sure. We've had different homes. We've built homes. We've we've yeah. moved cities. We've done all that stuff. And I'm so, like, oh no, we're not moving. We're not moving this stuff to. Oh, you're gonna buy all new stuff when you get there. What are you gonna buy? What are you gonna buy? What clothes are you gonna buy? I don't know. Get on Amazon. Do they, that, do they have Amazon Prime I, in Saudi, I'm Saudi Arabia? I'm guessing it's not the same thing somehow. <laughs> and I'm guessing it's not free shipping from, you know, Burlington, New York, or wherever the warehouse is to well, they have, I'm sure they have warehouse Saudi Arabia. Arabia. Anyway, you get on Amazon Prime or Ikea or whatever, and you get the basics and you... They got Ikeas there? I, Ikeas everywhere. Oh, yeah, that's right. When you get on the website, it's there's like everywhere. 50 million, like languages that you're supposed to pick your language or your country or whatever. That's true. Ikea is everywhere. So we share it because these things come up and it's like, you know, if I were single, I in a, in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. Sure. That's what I was kind of thinking. If we didn't have kids. Less of a heartbeat. Less of a heartbeat. Maybe two heartbeats. (laughs) Maybe two heartbeats. Right. And then you start, you start thinking about it and, and working through the dynamic of talking about it and like, uh, even even till we started recording this episode, I I didn't realize how f- truly freaked out you were. I thought you were kind of kidding around about some of it. Oh no, I was not kidding around. But I also was very like, what could that be? Like, you know, the coach in me kicks in. It's sure. like, what's the one of the big coach questions that people you know that you ask your clients is what's possible? What's possible? Yeah. And so I was asking myself, I was coaching myself and I was saying, okay, Danielle, what's possible? You know, if you say, Hey honey, what do you want to do this weekend? How about we go see the pyramids? Hmm, Sounds good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, um, I know, um, especially Allie, she's always wanted to learn a different language. Mm, yeah. And I know like, in, How about it sounds this? funny, like in a compound, living in a compound, it just means like a reserved area that's kind of like more for overseas workers that yeah. it's, it's almost probably like a military base kind of like yeah. people from all different areas that are not natives. Yeah. Um, live in like certain neighborhoods or whatever. Well, I looked it up and Rosetta Stone does have a Farsi module. Yeah. Yeah. So Allie, I think she does have a tongue for foreign language. I think mm. that would be very interesting to her. So I think living in a, in a um, area where there's, I did a, just a little bit of research of like, isn't it funny how you get like one nugget of something and then you do like all this research and like, I don't know. Well, There's a you know one in fourteen point seven billion percent chance that you might have an opportunity to to, to consider so taking a job in a foreign country. Well, it's exciting, and it's fourteen hours terrifying. of Danielle googling and researching later. <laughs> when I hate researching, I'm not a big fan of researching. <clears throat> well, it's just not a gifting that I have. You know, sir, some people really do have a gifting for research. I just don't, and it doesn't really, like, spark my interest that much. So yeah. I don't usually do that kind of thing. But when I guess I'm terrified and I <laughs> haven't oh, slept. So the motivator for research I, is, is fear. Fear and no, <laughs> I'm not sleeping, so I might as yeah. well Google stuff, I guess. Are you going to sleep better tonight? I feel like I will. Yeah. I feel like I will. Yeah. And I'll probably take a Tylenol PM just to take the edge off. <laughs> <laughs> Take the edge off. 
Real uh, nice. Well, you know, I'm just a, such a big drug user, so... You know, I don't do. joke about that. No, I funny. Sh- you're right. I should not joke about that whatsoever. But I do take a Tylenol PM once in a while when I really need to sleep and I haven't slept in two days. And I'm just so, like, oh, what if I don't sleep tonight? Ugh. So let's take a look at, at our notes. What were we going to? Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that or that <laughs> or that or that. You know what the good news is, honey? We've got fodder for the next or episode. that or that. Wow. We didn't talk about anything that we... Well, I feel like somehow we always talk about my freaky fear of something or another, which is weird because I'm not, I don't see myself as a fearful person. We need to get, we need to get uh, my friend Chris, who's the therapist, the counselor. Okay. As a guest on the show. And diagnose and just, me. And just do a live session with you. <gasps> Why I'm freaked out thinking people watch me. Wait, what? Remember. You're we freaking were- me out. Well, yeah, I, I talked about on the episode last week that I was freaked out. People were watching me at the gym. Oh, and, oh, you and mean like judging that? Like, me you and, don't mean like you feel like you're being followed or something? Well, I'm sure, you know, super famous people like me do have stalkers. <laughs> so it's pretty likely. We were, we were out. We were, where were we? <laughs> we were out someplace. I mean, and we, we were do wearing have... the same clothes. This was just a couple weeks ago. We were wearing basically the same clothes as are, are in the cover art for the podcast at a playground with the girls. And I swear, some lady was power walking by. No. And she, she stopped and she did a double take. No, and then she, she shook her head and she kept going. No, that did not happen. I think she recognized us. Uh, one of our couple hundred podcast downloads for the... <laughs> I don't think so. Well, we, we can be famous in our own minds. You know what's funny? Allie's always act, oh, yeah. asking me if we're famous. Oh, yeah. Because well, no, we, she tells me that we are. And she said today, like, she thinks we're rich and famous. And I was like, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> no. 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 She thinks that rich and famous are both the same thing. Ah, yes. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. I said, you're not famous because of how much money you have in your purse. Yeah. You're famous because of the impact you have in the world. Yeah. And so if for that case, um, I turn out to be famous because I have an impact that echoes through the generations, then I'll accept it. Hey, way to set the bar low there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, just a little little thing I just thought of. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll be happy if, uh, if, if I make people laugh, make them think a little bit about their life, and maybe see themselves a little more clearly. There we go. Yeah. And it echoes through the generations. Sure. Sure, if I have to. And it echoes, 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 echoes. Oh, my gosh. So here's my challenge to, to the people listening Wait, out here today. there's a tonight. challenge? Yeah, I'm making up a challenge because Uh-oh. I'm a little disturbed by the fact that the past two days you've been oblivious to fact that I've been Not tortured. Oblivious. Not oblivious. I've but just like, been kind of tortured. I think I, I was looking at about 70% of your crazy on this. And I had a full hundred going. 
I definitely had a full hundred going. So here's my challenge to you, because even I I feel like, you know, you were doing a little bit of the chuckling at my fear and torment over it. And I'm like, it's really not funny. Like, I have not slept in two days. It's not really funny. You look like you haven't slept in two days. Well, thank you. And I don't have any makeup on because we're not on a Facebook Live. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. We're on a podcast. No, we're live. That's what the iPad's doing. Oh, shoot. (laughs) And I'm wearing a shirt that's a size too small and I have a paisley covered blanket over me. That blanket needs to be burned. You know what? This is a blanket that was given to me when I left a job in the past and it has my name monogrammed on it. It feels feels a little special. It's a little special, but it's not the prettiest blanket ever. Whatever. So here's my challenge to those listening out there. Wait, there's a challenge? The first part of it it is to listen and be curious. Stop! (laughs) And be curious when there's something out of the ordinary and your spouse is acting weird and you're like what that is totally what that's just your your inclination is to dismiss them or oh that's silly or um or to just be like me just wrapped up in your own stuff yeah my my uh challenge would be be curious be curious about what's yeah. going on with them. If their character seems a little off or out of the ordinary, whether it's they're just pissy and bugging the crap out of you <laughs> or they're, you know, kind of quiet or, you know, anything that's out of the ordinary, I would say don't dismiss it with a laugh or a chuckle or a you'll be fine, whatever, shake it off. Um be curious, see what's what's going on with them. Yeah. What's their heart behind it? And I know I would uh, benefit from that same challenge. So I accept also. You know, we just happen to have a way to help people figure their way through that. What? Didn't we do something about, we've talked about something called the check-in. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. I'm realizing we haven't really done in the last couple of days. We do need to check in. So somehow that's got to be your fault. Um, I don't know about that, but sure. No, I'm just kidding. But let's do that. Let's but you do, um, if you're curious about the check-in, how to kind of be curious about your spouse's heart, go back to episode two, three, four, something like that. It's called the check-in. Um, something like that. Something like, it'll say it in the title. People can read. yes i know so but we do need to wrap it up so um thank you for listening to my apparent neuroses going on here i think i feel like i'll have a fresh brain next time we're on the podcast when i have slept in the last three days yeah Um, hopefully So that's all we have for this episode of the podcast. Don't forget to jump on iTunes and give us a review so that we'll know how we're doing and other couples can find us. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're thrilled to have you with us on the adventure. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you, don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary. 